Welcome to The Creative Shift. My name is Dan Blank, author of the book Be the Gateway and founder of WeGrowMedia.com, where I help writers and creators connect with their audiences, launch their books, and build their platforms. Today, I want to talk about a phrase I've been thinking about a lot recently. And the phrase is this, art lasts. And by art, I mean anything that you create, your writing, your illustration, your sculpture, your performance, anything creative. And this is something that in general, I think about all the time, because it's aligned to the mission of the work that I do. But recently, I heard about the death of one of my favorite musicians. And as I considered his legacy, this phrase of art alas, really came to mind. And it's this idea that once we're gone, what we create lasts. When we leave the room, our art lasts. When someone finishes reading a book that you wrote, that art lasts within them. These things happen within people's minds, within their hearts. And I think that because we live in an age, a media age, where we can measure the impact of our work through a bestseller list or a number of reviews we get on a book, or how many likes a social media post gets, or how many shares it gets, or how many subscribers your newsletter has, and so much more. The truth is, we'll never know the most powerful ways that our work impacts other people. So often it happens really quietly inside someone, and months or years after that, they've actually experienced your creative work. So this could be someone remembering one line from your book seven years after reading it. And in a specific moment, that line inspires them. And maybe it gives them the hope that they needed at that time. And you'll never know how your creative work might lead to small but meaningful decisions in other people's lives. Actions they take, or a gateway that you open up for them through your words. I've heard plenty of authors try to undercut the importance of their work. And it's not because they feel like an imposter, but they'll say things such, you know, well, they'll say things like, oh, I just write to help people escape. There's no deeper meaning in this. They're going to read my book, be entertained, and that's that. They sort of eschew this concept of inspiring or educating or helping their readers in any way more than a few moments of entertainment. But I find that not just nonfiction, but memoir and fiction and poetry and everything else can really inspire people in deep ways. And the stories that you create or the characters you create can help people in ways so much deeper than we often expect. And one way I often think about this is like there are not so many people walking around that have like a Superman tattoo on them just because they saw a Superman movie or they read a Superman comic and said, oh, that was fun. I'm going to, you know, put a tattoo on me for the rest of my life. And it's not the surface level stuff. It's not like they read the comic and said, oh, it'd be so cool to fly. I'm going to get a tattoo of that guy. The character, even though it is entertaining, even though a, the, the goal of a specific comic or movie might be to entertain people for an hour or two, that character resonates with people who get the tattoo because it reminds them to strive for something better, or to care for others, or to do the right thing. That character creates possibility in the people that it touches. 
what you create can have that same outcome, even if it's not your first intention. So that musician who I mentioned passed away, his name was George Winston. He was a pianist who composed these beautiful solo piano arrangements. And it's funny because if a couple weeks ago, if you asked me to give you a top 10 list of my favorite musicians, I don't think I would have remembered to put his name on the list. But on his passing, I am reminded of the thousands and thousands of hours I've spent listening to his music. I, I checked out his website after I heard of his passing, and there's a tour date section, and it said, Touring Postponed. I thought that was a very hopeful way of describing it, because his music lives on. He always called his style of music folk piano, which I thought was just such a great way to describe it. And to me, his music is stark and powerful and beautiful. His songs played at my wedding. They played for, you know on countless nights where I would sit, sit at home with my wife just talking. They would play when I would just sit alone by myself in a room wanting to relax. And they would play on holidays with being home with my wife and kids. And even though he is gone, his music remains. You can go on Spotify and listen to it right now, probably on YouTube. You can go and purchase it on vinyl or a CD or any other way you want to get this music. I'm a member of a, a Facebook fan group for one of the labels that released his work, Wyndham Hill, of whom I'm a huge fan of. And throughout the last week or two, other fans of George's work have been sharing photos of their collection, their pile of CDs or pile of records that they have for him. And I went back and looked at some of my own. And it's interesting to think about the impact of his music, just as you can think about the impact of your creative work. His music does exist on these, on this physical media, but his music is also inside of me. The effect of his music has already shaped the way I live in small ways. And in some way, because his music is affecting me, it's affecting the people who I connect with, maybe in the same way that I'm doing this podcast right now. It's why I'm such a big proponent of sharing what you create. It's why this is my mission. Because your work is not just published, and I'll use that with the air quotes, you know, published. When you share your work, it connects deeply with another human being. And in a way, you become an advocate for your work when you share. I looked it up. George has played more than a thousand concerts in his lifetime. He did what I have to imagine to be at least hundreds of interviews. He has met with countless numbers of fans. He maintained a social media presence. And in their way, each of these things was a part of how he shared his work and how it spread. I looked up some interviews with him this week, and there were a couple of quotes that really, really stuck out to me. He said this, The audience thinks that they are attending a performance because of me. I think I'm attending a performance because of them. The only thing that is real to me about music is the player and the listener. As long as there is one person, I will play. And boy, did that really take me back and really resonate with me. Because so often when we think of the music, we think of the asset, we think of the media, we think of the thing that we can say, well, how many plays does George's album have on Spotify? 
Uh, did 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 was there an uptick in sales of his vinyl records after the news of his passing? How many hit? You know, how many um, mentions did he get on Twitter and Instagram after his passing? We think of the thing, the recording, the object, but to George, it was all about the human connection. It was about. He's showing up because listeners are showing up, and listeners are showing up because he is showing up. And the music is just the thing that ties those people together. Again, if you've ever heard anything I've ever written or heard, you've probably heard me use this phrase, human-centered marketing. And the way he describes his view of the concert aligns so much with my view of this idea of how we share. It's not just to promote and publicity and do marketing, put on your marketing hat. It is about the way that art and writing and creative work connects people internally and with each other. And so many of the ways that what you create can't be quantified in terms of the measure of their impact not as sales or downloads or reviews or subscriptions or media hits or follows or likes. Because when you create and when you share what you create, your work comes alive in those that it touches. And sometimes it might change them in tiny imperceptible ways, but I think it's there if you think about it. That's what I've been doing for myself in the last week or two as I've thought about George passing and how his music has impacted me. And it has made me appreciate more than ever, everyone who creates. So if you're out there writing or creating art of any sort, thank you for creating. And thank you for sharing what you create. As always, if you have any feedback or want to connect with me, you can do so at dan at wegrowmedia.com. You can find me in my newsletter at at wegrowmedia.com or just head over straight to Substack. It's danblank.substack.com. You can find me on social media at Dan Blank. Thank you so much for listening until the end.